All right. Well, welcome to all of you today. Before we start the sermon, can we have a prayer? So let's bow our heads and pray. Dear God, we thank you for being with us here in church today, and we pray that you will be in our hearts and in our ears and in our minds as we listen to hear your word today. Amen. Amen. Okay. Last little bit of setup. All right. Welcome to all of you. Thank you for coming up here and being brave enough to come sit with me today. I know some of you, but I don't know all of you. My name is Miss Sarah, so it's nice to meet you. And can we go around into new names? Is that okay? Just so I know who I'm talking to. Do you want to start? What's your name? Riley. Riley, nice to meet you. Aaron. Yeah. Zach. Do you want to give me your name? Dakota. Dakota. Joey. David. Yeah. David. Bowen. Bowen. And what was yours? Preston. Preston. Mateo. Mateo. Carrie. Carrie. Jelani. Jelani. Preston. Preston. Naila. Naila. Well, welcome to all of you today. All right, so today I'm going to tell you, you can probably guess, I'm going to tell you a story. And this story is going to have three parts to it. So the first part is from the very beginning of the Bible. Does anybody know what the first book, the first part of the Bible is? Does anybody remember? Gen Genesis is the very beginning of the Bible, so that's part one of our story. Part two is the part of the story that we heard from Carrie today. Does everyone remember that Carrie stood up there and she did a reading for us? So part two of our story is from Carrie, and it's from the book of Acts in the Bible. Part three of the story is a sneak preview. Your parents haven't yet heard part three of this story. They're going to hear it next week, but you guys get to hear it this week because I think it's an important part of the story. Sound good? Okay, and the other thing you need to know about this story before I start is that some of the science for you older kids, you're going to say, that science is wrong. For instance, I am going to tell you that the earth is flat. You all know that the earth is what? Round. It's a, it's a globe, a ball, right? It's a sphere, thank you. Um, so <laughs> so the, the Earth is a sphere, but I'm going to tell you today that it's flat. Because the reason I'm going to do that is that in the Bible, in Jesus' time, I'm going to tell you this story just like people would have heard it in Jesus' time. And at that time, they thought the Earth was flat. We know now that it's a sphere. They thought it was flat. Not a big deal. This story, you'll see still is going to be important, I think, for us, even if some of the things like the Earth being flat versus a sphere are wrong. So can we all just pretend like we don't know what we know about science for a little while? Is that OK? You don't think you can do that? Well, OK, that's OK. That's a, you can, so no social studies yet. Put the social studies aside. Maybe you can use some of it. OK. Christopher Columbus, yes, he did. He did help. All right, so I'm, you guys ready for the story? All right, so remember part one, beginning of the Bible, Genesis. God created the heavens and the earth. And when God created the earth, it didn't look like this. It didn't have any water around the edges and green in the middle. It was just water, only water. This whole thing would be blue, and this was the earth. And God created the heavens up here, and see that they're those are the angels. It's kind of hard to tell they're angels. They look a little bit like butterflies, but they're angels. 
So Jesus, or God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was only water. And God took the water and he pushed it out to the sides of the earth, and the earth started to look like this. It started to get water all around the edges of it. And as that water went to the edges, it had to go somewhere, right? So it went up, 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 and it created a dome, and it looked like this, with the earth underneath and this dome of water on top of the earth. And the top of the dome, like this you see, is, what was this? This was heaven, and yeah, and with the angels, and underneath the dome was what we see is the sky, right? So that when we looked up, what would we see above us? The sky above us, and above the sky itself was heaven. And in Jesus' time, this is what the earth looked like. This is what they thought the earth looked like. So now I'm going to skip ahead in the story. I'm going to turn this around so you can still see inside a little bit. And I'm going to skip ahead to the story in the story where Jesus is. These are two of Jesus' disciples. Those were his friends who followed him around, right? Here's Jesus. You can tell he has a halo. That's how he's Jesus. All right, so now we're ahead in the story. The earth still looks the way. You have to pretend like this dome is on top of here. But if I did that, you couldn't see. So I'm going to put it over here. Remember, so the dome of sky and heaven is up here. And in Jesus' time, this is the time of Jesus where he had died, and then he was raised to life again. And what was that called when he was raised to life again? What holiday we just celebrated? Easter. Good job. So we just celebrated Easter where Jesus came to life again. And he, after he came to life again, he went around with his disciples. They went fishing in the water together. They ate together. Jesus taught them more. And one of those times when Jesus was teaching them, one of his friends said to him, Hey, Jesus, now that you're back, is this the time when everything gets better? Is this the time when God is going to make the world perfect and right again? And Jesus said, no, nope, this is not that time. We don't know. We don't know when God is going to make everything better. But, Jesus said, pretty soon, you're going to get my power, and you're going to get the Holy Spirit. And you are going to be my witnesses. You're going to be my witnesses to the earth. And witnesses, do we know what witnesses are? Uh, let's go over here to Nyla. somebody who's seen something, been somewhere, and they show you. A witness shows you then what they've seen. So you, you disciples, are going to be my witnesses. You're going to show people what I am like, and you're going to have my power. And the di disciples said, Jesus, what are you talking about? You're right here, standing here, talking to us. You have your power. Why do we, we need your power? Why do we need to be your witnesses? Why do we need to show people when you're right here? And then something crazy happened. Jesus started to raise into the sky. He started leaving them. He's raising into the sky. And as he raises up into the sky, a cloud comes, and it covers him. And the disciples can't see him. And you can just imagine, Jesus, where is he going? He's going up in the sky, right? And he goes exactly. He goes through the sky, and he ends up in heaven, right? Because the earth, the way that they saw it, he went up through the sky, up into heaven. So all of a sudden, the disciples had been standing with Jesus one second, and then he's gone. He's in heaven, and they're looking up into the sky at Jesus, and suddenly 
two men in white robes appear to the disciples, and they say, disciples, what are you doing looking around for Jesus? He's not here. He's in heaven, but he's going to come back someday. So they did say he's going to come back. They said, but what are you doing? And the disciples said, you're right. We shouldn't just be standing here looking for Jesus, because remember what Jesus said? What were they going to get? His power, and they were going to be his witnesses, and they were going to get, what was this? The Holy Spirit. And sure enough, they, were, they had been on a mountain with Jesus. They went back down the mountain into the town where they were from. And a few days later, what came on them but the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit came, they had his power, and they were his witnesses, which meant that they can do some of the things Jesus could do. They could heal people. They could show Jesus' love to people, and they were his witnesses. So they had to show Jesus' love, because Jesus, where was Jesus now? In heaven. So then, now that we have the story, and that was that last part of the story about the fire coming down and the Holy Spirit, that's next week's sneak preview that you guys just got. My question now is, if Jesus is up in heaven now, so that our story looks something like this, the Holy Spirit's down here, but Jesus is up here, can the disciples see Jesus now if he's up here in heaven? No. Can they touch Jesus now? Can they hear Jesus now? Maybe he would have to shout really loudly, Hello, disciples! Kind of hard. So, does that just mean that for us, Jesus is gone up in heaven and we can't see or hear or touch or taste or feel Jesus? That's not true, right? We know that's not true. Because what did Jesus give us? The Holy Spirit, right? And who is Jesus? Jesus is God. And what's the Holy Spirit? God, right? So if Jesus is God, and Jesus meant the Holy Spirit to us, which is God, what does that mean that each of us have living inside of us? There we go. The Holy Spirit. We've got God, or Jesus, the Holy Spirit, whatever you call it, lives inside each of one of us, which means that if I reach out and touch Gary, who am I touching? God. I'm touching God. I'm touching Jesus. So Jesus, it seems kind of like Jesus is way far away up in heaven, but really, if reach out and touch somebody. Can you touch somebody? And who are you touching? You're touching God. You're touching Jesus. That is pretty cool. So now, if Jesus says, we're, now we're all dis Jesus' disciples too, so Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit, right? We each have one of these inside of us the Holy Spirit. So if we're Jesus' witnesses because we have the Holy Spirit, my question is, how do we do that? How are we witnesses for Jesus? Can you think of things that you do to show Jesus' love for other people? Yeah? Carrie, what do you do? We pray for people. To keep, we keep them in our prayers. Nyla, did you have something? You're going to say prayers too. What else do people do to show Jesus' love? Something else, Carrie? You do something nice. Do you, whoever opens the door for somebody? Do you ever open the door for somebody? Whoever is nice to their little brother or sister, even if they don't want to be? Every once in a while, right? You just have to be nice to your brother or sister, or your big brother or sister, right? Other things that we do to witness. Who has friends in school that they say sometimes give a hug to or at least a high five, something like that, right? So we are all witnesses 
about Jesus to those friends because we're showing them Jesus' love just by being friends with them. So the last thing I want to talk about today is this right here. Who brought in cans? Did anybody bring a can for full tummies? Anybody in the audience bringing cans for full tummies today? I think so, right? So if I take this can and I give it to you, what am I being for Jesus? A, a witness for Jesus. So everybody out there who brought something for full tummies today was a witness for Jesus. Anybody here who brought food for full tummies today? Full tummies, by the way, is the food program where we bring in donated items and they get given to people in our community who don't have enough food on their table. So everyone who brings in food for full tummies is a witness for Jesus. So how many of you next week are going to remember to be a witness for Jesus and bring in their full tummies can? Who's going to bring in? You're not going to be witnesses for Jesus. I think so. You have to remind your parents or whoever brings you. Next month, next month, not next week. Next month. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So I want you all to remember, what do we each have inside of us? Holy Spirit, God, Jesus, any of those work. And what are we for Jesus? His witnesses. And one of the way we can do, ways we can do that is by helping full tummies and praying and what else? Helping others, coming to church, being nice to our brothers and sisters, being nice to our parents, our grandparents, our aunts and uncles. All right. So if you're going to be a witness for Jesus this week, you can stand up, hold one another's hands, touch Jesus. Come on up. Stand up. We're all going to be witnesses. We're all going to touch Jesus by touching one another. And let's have another prayer. All right. Close our eyes. Dear God, we thank you that each of us can be witnesses for Jesus and can show Jesus' love to one another. We're going to show it right now by squeezing one another's hands. That's how much we love one another. And we're going to do it in the future by being nice to our brothers and sisters and to our mommies and daddies and grandpas and aunts and uncles. And we're going to do it now by going back to our seats and giving whoever drove us here a big old hug. Amen.